podcast. I'm just uh, me and Christian. It's just Christian and I today. Uh, Christian, we'll, we will not have a episode Friday or Sunday because Christian is going skiing. But yep. next week we have a couple big episodes. We have Dustin Majoria on our first episode next week, and then EDP four four five next Friday. So that's that's big. Holy dub. Tune in. Tune in. Please. To start off, we have a few headlines. So Jason Witten retired today after 17 seasons. He's not like officially retired yet. He's going to sign a one-day contract in March once his his contract for the Raiders expires. And just retire with Dallas just for a respect kind of thing. And another headline is I saw that Golf and Wolford are actually going to battle for the starting spot, which I thought was like unexpected. I didn't think. I thought golf still had it in the bag. I didn't. What's your take on that? Um. Yeah, I think golf is still gonna be started because when when Wofford did play, although like that was his first game, he didn't really like do anything impressive against the Cardinals. I think golf. I think this is just that golf has a little bit of pressure under him, and then he knows that his position could usually be taken by Wofford. Mm-hmm. Um. Just it's, it's like a Mario to Derek Carr thing, maybe. Um, like, you know, just that he can perform better with just a little bit of pressure, and then it'll hopefully work out in their favor and he'll ball out next year. Yeah, I I never really would have thought Wolford actually had a shot next year, but we'll see. I'll see how they do. All right, next next we got uh, Karis LeVert had his cancer surgery, I think, yesterday or today on his kidney tumor that they found, which was good. Because which is kind of good, he got traded because they found it with the physical. I think we already went over that a few episodes ago, but that's pretty good. That that's all taken care of, and he can fully recover and stuff. And the last one, which I I really want to address, is Aaron Rodgers is still playing in Green Bay. That's guaranteed. CEO of Green Bay Packers said, uh, "We're not idiots when it comes to that. That he's our leader." <laughs> So that's good news for me as a Packers fan. All right. Now we're going to go over the, which I'm dreading this, is the championship games. Let's start off with NFC championship game, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Christian? Yeah, um, you know, Green Bay from Tampa Bay. Um, I knew it was going to be a closer game than it was right in the regular season. I knew that Green Bay, obviously with the home field advantage and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, it was going to play a factor. If it would have snowed, it probably would have played more of a factor. But um, the Buccaneers came in, and they were like, you're not going to stomp all over us. Um, and they they dominated that first half, and the Packers' defense really didn't step up until the second half. And then it was vice versa, where the offense was kind of stuttering. Like, I felt like the Buccaneers were trying to hand the Green Bay the game. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, two horrible balls thrown. Um, the ones that have been caught by Mike Evans, but then the other one, I think him and Mike Evans just had a, a miscommunication and, um, you know, something wrong happened. Um, but I, I don't really know where Green Bay, like, is it, the, is it the fourth time in a row this has happened, or is it the third time? It's like, the fourth time in seven years. Yeah. I, I don't really know where Green Bay should go from here. Obviously, Rodgers is still the answer, MVP. Mm-hmm, but yeah. 
Um, I think A.J. Dillon has a lot of potential. I think he's going to be very underrated going into next year, especially if they lose Aaron Jones. I think they, they – Aaron Jones um, – I thought I pronounced his name wrong. But if they do lose Aaron Jones, and isn't Williams a free agent too? I believe they will resign Williams, but I, I – yeah, Williams is a free agent. But I firmly believe that they will not resign Jones because they already gave him a contract offer that would make him, I think, the fifth highest running back in the league. And he declined it, which I don't think he's going back. He because but, he's probably not top five running. Oh, he might be top five running back. Yeah, but well, I mean, I mean, you saw that clip of AJ Dillon like carrying like three dudes, like it could have been like a zero yard gain. He made like a six yard gain because he's his quads are just massive. Just the Packers. Pair. I think they might need to check the Packers facility because I think they have a cloning machine, and they took Derrick Henry after. They lost, <laughs> and they I think they cloned him, and that's how AJ Dillon happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he reminds me a lot, a little bit of Derrick Henry, kind of same size, you know. He yeah. has a lot of potential, especially as a rookie. He's a rookie, which is awesome. But the Buccaneers, um, man, uh, he had a really cold take last week. Uh, Leonard Fournette's not going to do good in the snow, and he he bought out. He had a great game. I think Kevin yeah, King would get that? cut. I think I think he's a free agent, so I say let him walk. Um, yeah, he's not, how old is he? I don't even know. But uh, he's been around a while. Though. Yeah, he's been around for a while, and I think the Buccaneers. A lot of people are probably going to write the Buccaneers off again this week. But like Chase Young and a bunch of people did this past playoffs, do not write off Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I mean, Kevin King was just not very good this week. The he. Allowed the Scotty Miller like 50 yard touchdown with like three seconds left in the half. He allowed the Mike, Mike Evans touchdown on their first drive. He jumped like, really late or early. It was early or late. Early. I don't remember the clip. But and then that last PI call. I mean, it didn't look like it was a catchable ball, but I mean, I guess you can argue it. I mean, like calls like that are probably going to happen. Um, I'm not really going to like defend or go against it. You know. I did see, like, a tug of the jersey, but I think that was before the ball was called. But, like, if you're going to call that one, I think you need to call the one on Lazard when uh, he got held. Because I I remember Lazard got held. Um, And also, what was Matt LaFour thinking? Going for three with – I don't know how much time was that. Like, you're down. Two minutes left. Go for for seven. At least if you don't get two, you have six. And then – if you force a turnover, which I think they did, or no, they didn't. No, but, they didn't because the PI. Yeah, well, like if, if they force it a, turnover, a turnover, then you can just go for three and win the game. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what was going through his head there. Maybe he thought that the defense could step up, but I don't. I don't know. Like in that situation. Yeah, it was a hectic game. All right, next game we got Buffalo at Kansas City. I didn't tune into this game a whole lot, but I know that Josh Allen did try to do a little too much, try to create something out of nothing, which he has been able to do earlier this, like all throughout this year. But I, he's getting like 15 yard sacks, and it's just not working out, especially against the Kansas City defense. You can't really get away with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did watch. I watched until the fourth quarter of the game because. It was a really boring game to watch, honestly. Like, um, no offense to like 
any team. Uh, Chiefs basically just did whatever they wanted, and they got they 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 were like, "Hey, you're walking in here. All right, we're gonna do what we want, and we'll get the Super Bowl." And in the first quarter, when McCole Hardman dropped that ball, everyone thought the bu- the Buffalo Bills were gonna run away with it. We all thought that. All the people at my house were at my house that night. Thought that they were, but um. Travis Kelsey had a great game. Hardman rebounded very well. Hale had a great game. Uh, although the Chiefs did lose Eric Fisher to an Achilles injury, which I think is a very big blow for mm-hmm. them going into the Super Bowl. Um, the Chiefs um, look really dangerous. I think the Bills kind of got ex- maybe exposed a little bit. Um, like, if you lock down Diggs, obviously, Josh Allen turns into rookie your Josh Allen because yeah. he has Cole Beasley who's not bad don't get me wrong but like Diggs he had a broken fibula game. like he played terribly and he got locked up like if you lock up Diggs all you have to worry about is Josh Allen and mm-hmm. nothing else just worry about Diggs and you will win the game I feel like and that's what the Chiefs did and they basically just they didn't really do anything special they just played their game of football and they they destroyed the Bills. They completely yeah. outplayed them. Yeah. Um, and I believe... I mean, I last episode I did say that the Chiefs don't show out against bad teams, but, I mean, the Bills were a pretty good team, and they just kind of did what I expected. They pretty much roll over good teams. And I kind of see... I think I see them playing or winning the Super Bowl. That's my opinion, though. Yeah. Um, although, like, I had a pretty cool take last week saying that the Bills were going to win, um, saying that their ta- Chiefs talent bails them out, which I do think it does. I think the Chiefs talent bails them out a lot um, in my eyes. But this week it didn't, and I thought the Bills were going to be more hungry. And the Bills sort of just – they died on the field. Like, um, mm-hmm. after he threw that pick, I think the, the Bills just said, okay, well, this game's over. Let's give up. And, uh Yeah. It was. It just sucks, but um, you know, good for the Chiefs, I guess. I hope they don't become the next Patriots because that would be horrible. I couldn't do it do it that for like twenty more years. Yeah, I hated that. Hate it too. All right. Now we're gonna go on to, uh, five teams who didn't make the playoffs that I we personally think should have. Whenever this and um, what they need to be able to make the playoffs next year. All right, so number one, we're going to get Raiders. They went 8-8 eight and eight this year. I think they need to improve their secondary for their uh, defensive coordinator. Um, he has a big, like, cover three scheme, which they haven't been able to really, like, do good with this year. And um, they need a couple more offensive, offensive weapons. I mean, all they really have is Nelson Aguilar, I think. Is, is there anyone else, I think? Waller. Like, uh, oh, yeah, Waller, Waller. Oh, yep. Renfro's good, and then Jacobs. Yeah, That's, they need more receivers. Is what I meant, but yeah, they, yeah. I, I think they need a couple more offensive weapons to really like just get over that hill and do really well. Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't know about Derek Carr. I don't know if Derek Carr is the, like the answer. Um, yeah, they seemed like when they beat the Chiefs earlier this year, they seemed like pretty le- pretty legit. I was just like, geez. I thought they were going to be like Mariota. Yeah, I thought they were going to go deep into the playoffs, and then that they just totally fell off. 
Yeah. Um, but like Derek Carr reminds me of post Super Bowl victory Joe Flacco. Like after they like when they were rebuilding. Um um sometimes he would play a game where he you'd be like, Oh my god, like this guy is elite, you know, like he's amazing. Like he is just I think I said this in episode one. I don't I don't remember, but like he is just great. And then there's other times where he just completely craps the bed and, and you're like Yep. You're like, who is this guy? Like that's mm-hmm. against like the Falcons. How do you lose to a Falcons team with I don't even think they had Julio Jones in that game. Their secondary is awful. Their secondary is terrible. Yeah. And you have decent offensive weapons. Like I don't understand and I agree with you that their secondary needs a lot more work. They may need to get like a true number one receiver. Um yep. that might be a good move, but I think the offense is fine. I think the defense is the problem because I remember the Miami game, their first round corner. I think I don't, I don't know who it was. I think that seemed like Arnett, but I don't know. Um, he got he's got burned. He kept getting burned, and that for a first round quarterback, that's terrible. But that's all I have to say about them. And then yeah, that's what that's what kind of kept the Jets in that game where they ended up winning on the hail mary because of the Jets defensive coordinator's stupid mistake. Mm-hmm. But they were going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jameson Crowder and Sam Darnold were just carving up their defense, and they got lucky and caught a horrible play call and ended up winning. But yeah, so yeah they could have lost to the sinking Jets when they it's they they need a lot more work on their defense. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Falcons; that'll be our next one. So I think they need to keep Matt Ryan and Julio Jones if they actually want to like make a stretch for the playoffs. If they're trying to rebuild, then they need they can they should get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But if they're trying to make a stretch to the playoffs again, then they need to keep those two, and those two need to reshape or that team needs to reshape the defense as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Their new defensive coordinator, uh, Dean Pease. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I agree with you. I think this team. Needs to find their direction and maybe a new identity after twenty eight to three. Um, I always hate thinking about that game, even as not not a Falcons fan, because that game was just horrible. That game was horrible to watch. Just watch the team just blow it. But um, mm-hmm. need to find their identity. They need to get over blowing leads. Yes. Yeah. I remember against the Packers game, someone made a great analogy saying that they were trying to do this new defensive thing called social distancing defense. It worked terribly. That's what they did a lot of the time um, this year. Um, I think if they want to contend, I don't think I think their window for contention is closing, and I think it's closing fast. And I think if they want to contend for one more year, this is the last year they can do it. And I think they go all out, and mm-hmm. we'll, if they think that their window is completely shut, which it could be, um, they need to figure that out. But I think they need to either trade Julio or Matt Ryan. Because I think Ridley's their future, and I think I think Gurley's underrated. People were saying that he had a terrible he had a terrible year this year, but I don't I don't think he had that bad of a year. But I think this team needs to either blow it up now or try to contend for one more year, then rebuild and get a quarterback in this year's draft just to replace Matt Ryan. The thing for me is though, like if they were to pick up someone like Justin Fields, like I don't think him and him and Julio would. 
like have a good chemistry. Actually, anyone from that draft class, I just don't think would have good chemistry with Julio, like Matt Ryan and Julio already do. So I think that could be a downside of it, but I don't know because like um like the problem I have with if they pick Fields, Ohio State quarterbacks do not develop well at all. Yeah, or they could pick Zach Wilson. Yeah. Or they should they should maybe try to get Mac Jones because uh, Julio Jones with Al- Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah. Get that Alabama to Alabama connection, you know. Um, I think Mac Jones is a very underrated prospect. Like I don't want to get too much in the draft, but I think Mac Jones is very underrated. I think he'll be a steal to whatever team he gets selected to. I think he'll be a great. Yeah, I believe he'll go mid first round. That's my that's my prediction or late. I don't think he'll go very early. I think he's actually is very underrated. Jones. In my opinion, because I think that Mac Jones is a stud, and I think, I think the Falcons should, if he's available, like, and if they have another first round pick, I think they should try to take him. Yep. Um, because I think that him and Julio, I think that'd be the best match for Julio, in my opinion, if they if they want to rebuild and if they don't trade him this offseason, because they said that they were open to trading Julio Jones this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really depends on what they do with trades and all that. I also think they keep thirty-one. I think keeping Julio is the answer. Yeah, but he's also thirty-one, so you, they got to find. They probably want to strike all his values high before he starts to decline because we don't know how he's going to perform next year. Yep. All right, next team will go Vikings. I believe they need a better special teams and they need a solid backup for um, Kirk Cousins because he does not do well, especially if they get into the playoff games. He's not good in primetime games at all. I don't know. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is a very overrated quarterback. I think he's a decent quarterback, serviceable. I think mm-hmm. he could play. I think he plays great sometimes. Like the Bears giving the first Monday Night Football win, obviously, but like that, like that's like one blemish on him that doesn't perform well under pressure. Yep. Um, I think that. I think they need to rebuild. I think they're same thing with the Raiders. I think they're secondary. Is horrible. I think their their defense is not great at all. Their defense is not good, um, and I think that they should focus on that because you have two stars in Jefferson and Thielen, but Thielen's already thirty, I think. Um, so he's getting up there. So you might want to move on from him soon. But Jefferson's your future, and you also have Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook. And I think I think the offense is fine, and I agree with you with the special teams. I think you need to cut Dan Bailey and get another kicker. Um, yep. I don't know who, maybe go into the draft, but um, that's how I feel about the Vikings. I think their defense needs a little bit of work in special teams, and I think that I think their offense is fine, but like maybe I don't know what pick they have this year, but they almost made the playoffs with the core that they have, and Jefferson Jefferson's only get, Jefferson is only going to get better. Yeah. So work on that, and then just get some more deep defense because I think the loss of Xavier Rhodes because everyone thought he was burnt toast. He played really good for the Colts this year. I think. That loss is hurting them the most because mm-hmm. they thought that he wasn't worth it. But I think he, I think they should have tried to keep him instead of releasing him. Because luckily for the Vikings, that Stefan Diggs and then ended up being Justin Jefferson trade worked out very well. Otherwise, that would have been bad. If he was just like a mediocre, they would have lost that trade and it would be bad for him. Yeah, I think I don't know. Like I, I think the I think the Vikings are gonna end up winning this train trade long term. Because yeah. I think Diggs is the, the perfect replacement for Stefan Diggs. I think he's, I think he has a chance to be even better than he is 
in the coming years. But I guess we'll see. He's one of my favorite receivers in the league. Um, I think mm-hmm. he. I think he might be the best one in the the class. So yeah, I believe so. I think he will be. And next we have the Panthers. I think they need to draft an elite quarterback from. Yeah, I think they need a draft. I don't think they need a trade. I think they need to draft an elite quarterback. For example, Zach Wilson. I like him a lot. And then they need to get reliable cornerbacks because um, Dante Jackson is just not good. And then you have uh, Russell Douglas, who's now a free agent. He's he's a good veteran, but I think they need um, they need to get they need to trade for a couple veteran cornerbacks so they can have a reliable back end on their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they need – I think their defense needs a tiny bit more work. I think Bridgewater is good for now. I think they've got to go cornerback or quarterback here. Um, it really depends on what they want to do. I think the Panthers, like, front line with uh, – who was the guy that they drafted this year? It was, I think his name was, like – Brooks or like maybe it was like Brian Burr. I don't know who it was, but he's they had just... a lot of the defensive linemen rookies. Mm-hmm. They played a lot of snaps this year. Who's that one safety? It was a steal. I know his his last name starts with a C. I forget his name. Um, he's he's crazy. That guy's gonna be a stud. I think their defense has a lot of potential. Their offense does too, especially with CMC. Even Mike Davis had a good year this year. Yeah. He also. To add on to what I was saying is uh, Christian McCaffrey needs to be healthy. Yeah, obviously. They don't win without McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, but I'd say they kind of have to go quarterback or um, cornerback. But it's mm-hmm. hard because their options might be limited due to the fact that the Lions are now going to get rid of Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Um, so they might have to pick it maybe a little bit worse of a quarterback, but maybe Mac Jones will still be on the board, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I believe he'll be later on. All right, yeah. last team, Chicago Bears. All right. Bears. Replace Trubisky, and then I said try to keep Allen Robinson, but they're in bad cap situation right now. It's not good. So who knows? Um, they're in a bad place as a team trying to rebuild up into a playoff team. But I think step one is get rid of Trubisky. I mean, he had a good end of his season because he played a bunch of bad teams, but that's not going to work out in the long run once you try to make a playoff run. Yeah, uh, I agree. I disagree with the fact that they are moving with Nagy and Pace. I think Pace, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they, they are in the worst spot for a team. Um, false hope. Like, you made the playoffs at 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, congrats. Um, I would which I would have much rather seen the Cardinals in the playoffs than them because oh definitely Cardinals I think are just a better team. But the Bears like obviously they're not going to get Allen Robinson back. Mooney looks all right, you know. Mooney's a bright spot on that team. Same with David Montgomery. Um, get rid of Shabisky. Get rid of Foles too. Foles' contract is horrible. I don't know why they would ever try to get him back because he's a situational player. Yeah, um, you know. I always struggle to wonder how this team was 5-0 and at one point because on paper yeah. they're terrible. And also, yeah, they have to make sure that Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson have good years. They did not have great years for what they're getting paid, too. 
And, um, you know, if they have another bad year, maybe consider moving one of the two. I get it's, like, a big part of their defense, but, like, you need to get other areas of your team filled out. Like, yeah. the defense is already good. Like, Roquan Smith is a stud. Um, Hicks, I think. Yeah, Hicks, stud, you know. Kendall Fuller? Oh, wait, he, I don't, he doesn't play for the Bears, I don't think, anymore. And they so, have yeah. Wims. I think it's Wims who just completely missed that pass in the wildcard game. He needs to get cut, dude. He's, he's terrible. He <laughs> had this play of uh, the Saints guy, and yeah. no. Yeah, I believe he's just like a, a fight starter, and then he missed that pass, and it was just bad. That he's was great in his hands. Really definitely a fire starter. Yeah. Well, someone who's fortunately good for the Bears' defense is Roquan Smith. I, I, he's always been good. I've always liked him. Watching him play against the Packers, he's he's a good linebacker. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, now we're going to end off with a few questions. All right. So how good will the Saints be next year considering their cap situation? Um, I think that they will get maximum five wins. And, oh, really? That's that's bold. Two wins. Two wins. Um, they were in a very tough division, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they have to let they have to nuke their team, and they have to get rid of a lot. Um, you know, Breeze being gone's big. I think Winston could do a lot. Actually, I'll give them maximum seven wins. Five wins might be too low. Um, I think Winston will lead the offense pretty good, especially with the weapons that he has. But I think Sean Payton's the most overrated coach in NFL history. Because um, Breeze carried his career. Yeah. Um, but I think that the Saints will get maximum seven wins, minimum two wins, and I think that they will do decent next year. But their team is going to be – I don't even know what's going to happen. We'll see what happens. And we'll probably go back to that question later. But that's yeah. my question right now. Yeah, I'd call it a maximum maximum eight wins. I, I still think they have. I mean, they have Michael Thomas, who you you can just run in the slant. Yeah, slant. Boy. Anyone can throw a slant. Yeah, and and you still have Kamara. Hmm. But like otherwise, there's not much there. That's their team, though. Like that's yeah. Their, that's it. They have Jared Cook, who's an old old. Tight he's end. Like 34. Yeah, he's old. So he's 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 on his way out. Um. He got a lot of targets, surprisingly, in the playoffs for some reason, but that doesn't matter. And then you have Breeze, obviously, he's not coming back. And yeah, even if he did, he'd be banged sure. up. Yeah, all the injuries that they said he was playing with is crazy. How do you, yeah. He was playing with a torn rotator cuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think Taysom Hill's the answer. I think they should still use him as that utility guy. And yeah, I think he cannot he, play starting quarterback. I think no. Winston should. Unless yeah. if he... Unless they like make him learn how to like throw the ball, or like like Taysom Hill is what everyone thinks Lamar Jackson is, but he isn't. But like Taysom Hill needs to learn how to throw the ball. And I think that he he could might be like a star for like one or two games. But I think Winston's the answer, especially in that offense. That offense would go really great with Winston. I was had about the signing when they did it uh, this year, and I think it's going to work out great for him. Yeah, I just hope Winston doesn't throw as many interceptions as he did in his last year in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Then he'd be fine. 
I think it would be right. So if so Brady would still have a year left on his contract if after this year. So you think if he wins the Super Bowl this year that he'll return next season? Um I think that he would knowing Tom Brady. Tom Brady um, I remember last year on the Patriots, he he'd remind me of Peyton Manning his last season. He looked like shell of his former self. Looked like it was terrible. I don't know what happened this year. I think he found Frank Gore's fountain of youth. And I think he took a sip out of it because he is slinging the ball, albeit he has like the probably the best receiving core in the league. Uh-huh. Um, he looks great this year. And I think Tom Brady's a winner. I think the Buccaneers have a great core. And I think that he'll try again with the Buccaneers because um, why not? You know, it's like. You get to the Super Bowl here. If you lose, you go again. But if say if they win the Super Bowl, I think they still go and uh, they he still goes again next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean he could obviously pull like a Peyton Manning, win a Super Bowl, and leave. But I mean, I just don't think. I think if he's good to go, he will go. I don't. I don't know if he's going to win this Super Bowl or not. It all depends on it, but. I think if he loses, I think he'll definitely come back. But if he wins, it's questionable. But I think it's leaning more towards he's coming back next year. Yeah, I don't really I, see him. I can't see him retiring. I'd be surprised if he retired. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, where do we see Deshaun Watson ending up? From for me, it looks like New York Jets is what's going to be it. Because I, I, he has a lot of interest in there, which is kind of weird. He's going to an even worse team. I mean, yeah, they are rebuilding. But um, I think the Jets will be better next year than they were this year. But it does have a bright future, in my opinion. Yeah, they, they have they have do have a bright future. They have high draft picks. And, yeah. So, I think, I think he'll go to New York because he's showing a lot of interest there. Um, I think he's going to go to bold take here. Um, I'd take a good New York. Uh, I agree with you on that, but I'll take, imagine if they swapped QBs with Stafford and Watson or it went to the bears. Um, uh, I don't know if the bears could handle his contract, but I don't know. him going to the bears would be a great move for him and I think go to the lines would be a good move for him but I could see him I think I see him going to the Jets like I think that it's possible that he can get traded to the Lions or Bears I don't, I don't see him getting traded to the Dolphins because no. I think the Dolphins no. believe in Tua and yeah. I think it's going to take a little bit more time to see what we really think of Tua but I think he's going to go to the Jets most likely, but I think I wouldn't count the Bills or the Bears and the Lions out of it, not the Bills. Yeah, I don't think the Bears can handle their contract. That'd be a really good pickup for them. I feel like he's, I don't think he'd want to go to the Lions considering they're really good at wasting careers as well. So, yeah, my top choice is New York because that's why he wants to leave Houston because they waste careers. They waste J.J. Watt, Andre Johnson. We're going to waste DeAndre Hopkins until he got out of there. So, yeah. All right. My, my next question is, where do we see Matthew Stafford at? His top, 
his top destination right now seems to be Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, um, but I believe he's going to go to San Francisco. That's my take on it. Hmm. I probably see him going to Indianapolis the most. Um, I don't know, like, San Fran's weird because I don't know if they want to – I don't know if they're openly – like, I don't know if they're open to trade Jimmy Garoppolo yet. Yeah. Maybe, like, that could be, like, a deadline deal done. Well, I mean, I, I say that because I – San Francisco showed interest in them first. So I think he'd that'd be the first one he'd consider. That's just what I think he would do. The Colts might be a better landing spot for him, considering like the situations they're in, considering Phillip Rivers retired last week. But San Fran showed interest first, so I believe that could also be a very potential landing spot for him as well. Yeah, I think they I think the Colts will probably get Stafford though. Um just I think he's the best fit for them. Right now, and hey man, maybe, maybe the Colts shock us all and get Deshaun Watson somehow. But I'm yes, not happening. But uh, Stafford, Colts, just any like above average quarterback. Like Philbert is was like average, like a slightly above average. But like getting a solid quarterback like Stafford or someone of that caliber, I think that'll make them into contenders. Especially with the fact that they their core is very young. And they have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. And one of the best defenses, too. So, yeah, the Colts have a really bright future. And if they get a quarterback, the future's going to look even brighter. Another way I think it could be San Francisco is because I don't think Stafford really wants to wait around for anything to develop. I mean, you have a really good team that was struck by an injury bug in San Francisco. You got Kittle... Raheem Mostert, Monster, however you say it. Uh, what's the one? That one receiver. I forget his name. Uh, Ayuk? Yeah, and then there's another one. Bourne? Kendrick Bourne? There's another one. I forget what it was. But, anyways, they have a good team. They just got struck by an injury bug. And I believe if Stafford isn't planning on wanting to wait around for anything to develop, I think San Francisco also would be a good landing spot for him in that sense. But yeah. it, all, it all depends on like what he wants. I mean, we obviously don't know how the team's going to come back. Like obviously Kittle was still as dominant as ever when he came back from his injury, but yeah, two ACL injuries to their defense, especially like two big parts of their defense. We don't know how they're going to come back. I think Nick Bosa is going to be fine. I, I hope he's fine. I love Nick Bosa. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that yeah, you just kind of opened the Niners for me as an option. But I don't, I don't know. I think he's gonna go to the Colts because I think the Colts already have a good team and it's only gonna get better. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely up in the air. So, all right. Well, that's all I have for tonight's episode. All right, a little bit of a short one for you guys. Yeah, well, 35 minutes. So um, stay tuned for next week. It's a big week of features. And then we also have another. I'm working on getting an Orioles reliever in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for tuning in to episode 14 of the 410 Sports Podcast. Have a good one. Sir.